0: Hey, Junkman here. Got another uh, old friend. I don't want to say the friend is old, but I've known him a long time. You guys know him as the bass player for Megadeth. Really great guy. I got David Elfson on the line with me. How you doing, Dave?
1: What's up, Junkman? How are you, buddy?
0: Fantastic. I appreciate you uh, calling in. You, again, are the busiest guy that I know. I really can honestly say that. You've got so many projects going on right <laughs> now, and we've got more new stuff for the fans to uh, to enjoy. Um you got yeah. the brand. You got the book, "More Life with Death," which has just uh, been released. Congratulations! And there's Thank more. Yeah. Tell us a little bit yeah, about that book.
1: More. Yeah, it's like wait, an Yeah, but exactly. Wait, there's more. But wait,
0: there's plenty more. <laughs> 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 Lots more, in fact. And I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you tell it. So, start out with the book, sure, uh, "More sure, Life sure. with Death."
1: Yeah. So it's my third book that I've written. Um, my uh, first one was uh, making music your business. That came out uh, around the Cryptic Writings album in '97, and then in 2013, my first memoir came out called My Life with Death. And this is a you know kind of a follow up to the degree that it, it it sort of covers the time since the last book was written, which was you know only about well, I guess I wrote it about seven years ago, something like that. But man, a lot has happened between absolutely. Uh, the record label coffee company securing combat records and the big four and, you know, several mega death records and a Grammy win and all this stuff, you know? So, um, yeah. you know, that's really what's, what, what started, uh, you know, what started the, the idea here for the, for the book. And, um, and, uh, so that's, you know, kind of, and it, it was interesting because as we wrote, and I say, we meaning me and, uh, my, uh, my record label and coffee company partner, Tom Hazer. Um, as we, as we were, you know, really doing this book, it started, we were we we're on a, on a local, what we call a coffee tour through the Midwest last, uh, last year in 2018. And I think March, 2018. And, um, we, you know, went, went through, uh, Minneapolis and falls Mankato, um, and, uh, and, and we, it, the idea hit, it was like, you know, there's just been a lot going on and, and quite honestly, the book wrote itself pretty quickly. Um, but one of the real turning points to the book was as we were talking about, um, you know, how, uh, we relaunched combat records, which is, as I call it, Megadeth's alma mater <laughs> where we, where our, our very, very first record label that we started on, um, you know, that took all Of a sudden, the story of, of the More Life With Death book went back to the very origins of Megadeth 1983, which is you know literally 36 years ago now. Um, isn't that amazing? About, it amazing? Is, it is amazing. I mean, gosh, it, the memory seemed like it was just you know a couple of months ago, <laughs> some days, right. you know. Um, but you know, where I how we start out, David, I met how the group formed and and um, and those early years. And and I always say, I, I give, I give you know kudos to you know the kind of the idea of it is. There, I read a really great Kiss book. Everybody knows I'm a big Kiss fan, and I, I, I read most of the Kiss books. And the one that I really enjoyed recently was um, Nothing to Lose. And it was about the early years, like the first three albums and those earliest years of Kiss. And and that was my era that I, I grew up with Kiss. And, and, and I just loved how they had friends telling personal stories. So with More Life with Death, I did the same thing. I thought, you know, let me call my, my friend, Greg Hanna, who I grew up with, let me call Jay Reynolds, who was in Malice. And for a, just a quick moment was actually, uh, you know, almost in Megadeth on the so far, so good, so good, so what album. And as well as other very notable rock stars, like KK Downing from Judas Priest, Dan Donegan from Disturbed, Mark Tremonti from Creed and Alter Bridge. And, you know, just a really, Awesome host of friends that I've developed over the years who, you know, that's what we do for each other. We, we, we lend a word to each other's story and, and that, so this book has all of that in it. It has some just great sort of testimonials, if you will, uh, from a lot of my rockstar buddies, as well as childhood friends so like telling said, their it, version as as well as my version of the story
0: yeah so like i said it, it kind of wrote itself right <laughs> it's, it's kind of mm-hmm. cool that's awesome
1: it really did it, it really did yeah. now did
0: it focus again on different parts of the career depending on the person that was that was reflecting on it or did it strictly focus on one year or two mm-hmm. years or three years or whatever did it kind of jump from, well, from 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 time to time depending on the person
1: well, a, a bit. Yeah. And I mean, I guess we, you know, like for instance, KK Downing, of course we, uh, you know, I, I, hit, I mean, Judas Priest Unleashed in these, changed my life. I mean, it's why you and me are on the phone right now, <laughs> you know, it's that that pivotal album for me. And I'm sure most of the people you interview um, have that moment, you know, in their life. Um, and that was one of them for me when I was about 15 years old. So to get to when we toured with Judas Priest, um, 1990, 90 and 91, it was the, rest in peace to her for us. It was painkiller for them. And, um, and I, and KK and I became buddies and, and, um, you know, so to just get him to weigh in. I just read his book, which was phenomenal. Um, and it was, um, uh, you know, just, we, he and I have actually just started reconnecting over the last, I don't know, like two or three years. We just started, started connecting on email and phone calls and, and just kind of striking up our friendship again. And, um, and so it was great to have that. And, and likewise, you know, Dan Donegan from Disturbed. I, I, you know, was a big Disturbed fan when I first heard. Um, uh, Down believe, with the sickness, man. Um, that, that, yeah. Well, actually, well, not even so much that record. It was the second record. Really? And and, it, and I talk about it in the book. It's when I was in Minneapolis producing um, the singer who had become the singer in F5 a couple years later. Right. I was producing a, a, a record for him. And I got in the car and I and I, I guess 93X, the uh, active rock station was on in my in my rental car. And, and all of a sudden I heard, I heard, um, uh, pray and I was like, what the hell is this? This is amazing, man. I mean, it reminded me of like countdown to extinction or something. It was sure. so good. And, and I just became a fan. And then we became friends as we, you know, kind of hanging at the campus together. And, you know, Dan tells a really good story of when he saw Megadeth, um, in, on the so far, so good. Sweat so Tour opening for iron maiden at the Rosemont horizon in Chicago. Love he that, was, that he room. There and, yeah, Love right. That. You know what I mean. So it's like, so like as these guys are telling their stories, it it helped me relive my own story, and so that I think this is really a the kind of a, the ultimate rock and roll book um, because it's uh, it isn't just me telling the story; it's everybody around me weighing in, and it, and I, I think it's really entertaining and it's just a really cool trip down history is from Memory Lane.
0: Well, I look forward to reading it myself. I'm really really excited about that. It's funny you, you mentioned those two bands. I just saw Priest and Disturbed like within the last month and both of them are right. so on right now. They're just, just they're great. right just where great. they should be. Yeah. It's just yeah, it's just yeah. a treat. To see uh, both of those guys I, I live, I would agree. Or both yep, of those bands live. Agree. But it was funny. I interviewed Dan years ago when they first came out. When uh, when Disturbed first came out, and I was almost clueless about what they were all about. And I. Kind of hoped that they wouldn't hold that interview against me, and every time I see Dan right now, we're just kind of laugh about it. It's just like, "Hey, remember when I when I when I first uh, <laughs> when I first interviewed you? I would, yeah. just really didn't know a whole lot about Disturbed, and they were trying to really, you know, right. how it is when you're a new band, you're trying to get yeah. your uh your your thing across to the DJ, and that just happened to be me. So I I got a good schooling well, from and, them. And let's face
1: it, I all bands so many bands come and go and there's so many, you know, great, great bands out there trying to do it. And for whatever reason, some stick, some don't, you know, some stay together, some don't, you know what I mean? So I can only imagine your world. get a lot of, a lot of traction across your desk. Yeah. I do,
0: but you my friend, you are stuck and you're right up there up at the up at the top of that heap, man, but could, man, and it just keeps coming. I love I love the fact that you were like the busiest guy in music these days. So, you got well, the you got I appreciate the appreciate bu- it. <laughs> oh, absolutely, you know? I mean, it just it tells a lot. It just says, you know, there's a lot of these guys that just can't handle it after a certain amount of time and they just don't know what to do with themselves or they just keep rehashing the same old stuff. You have become inventive in so many different ways. Is you've checked out, you followed your interests in so many different kinds of businesses, and you've made a living at it, you know, and you're still able to do it, and it's still very relative to everything that you do yeah. your writing, your coffee, your music, you know, the the people that you're around, uh, the different things that I've seen you around doing too. It's just, it's all really interesting and very inventive, and uh, a real model to what a lot of, I think, you know, people that get into the music business for the music only should actually pay attention to because you could do so much more with your career if you're enjoying it, you know, just like you're doing, you know,
1: so uh, yeah. be proud well, of that. And that. that really is what it is. That is what I, I appreciate that. And that, that is what it. I wake up every morning and it's just sort of like, you know, like just, I mean, I, I know I've said this before, but it's kind of like when I was a kid growing up on the farm in Minnesota, you know, I was 11, 12 years old. I'd wake up. All I want to do is go play my bass. And then yeah. it was like, I need to call some buddies to put a band together because playing bass by myself isn't a lot of fun. I'd rather play it with my buddies and we learn some songs. Hey, let's book some gigs. you know? And quite honestly, here I am at age 54 doing the exact same thing. I mean, really nothing has changed with my, um, with my passion for it. And, and my interest is, is still the same, you know? And, um, you know, I, I, hear a lot of people, Oh, well, you know, the internet changes and this sucks and the gigs aren't what it used to be and records on selling selling. it's like, well, you know, then get inventive and figure out a way to, you know, to, to keep your keep your dream alive. I mean, you know, again, Joe's Sandwich Shop goes through the same thing, you know. People, right. a subway opens across the street and, hey, suddenly people don't like, you know, you know, ham and Swiss as much as they like whatever, sushi. And, you know, so you got every business is like that. Every business has to overcome, adapt, and improvise. Well, the key, and, yeah. and music is, is no different, you know.
0: Well, the key word being adapt, and you've definitely done that in so many different ways. Uh, I I I love that you've got an accompanying uh, um, bit of music along the, with the book. Very few people have done. It. I know Nikki Six did that with his with right. his book and things like that. <laughs> and you've jumped on that in a lot of ways. And you've got so many cool people that are on the uh, the accompanying uh, uh, music for this for this particular book. Right. I'm blown away, man. This is great. Sleeping Giants. Um, talk a little bit about that. Um, tell us about Sleeping Giants and I've got some of the music here to play. Um, so if you wanna yeah, no, talk about you. a particular well, thing on it, let me know.
1: It's 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 funny, it's it's a very singular cause, but the the music suddenly got very wide and very diverse on it and, and how it happened was, was we were on a bass story tour, which is my essentially my solo performance platform that we've created that I can kind of started as a clinic and then it sort of became a storyteller and now it's become a full on concert. (laughs) And I, and I like that I've got different versions of it that I can do around the world in different territories. And, and, um, back in December, we were down in Florida and, um, we went in the studio and literally I I write mostly on guitar, uh, truth be told. And I, and I wrote, I picked up a guitar in, in the studio and I literally in like an hour, I just cranked out this tune, this riff just fell right out of me. Um, and, um, and it's funny because sometimes when I'm playing bass all the time, like a performer, I pick up a guitar and, and ideas are just right there falling out of me. It's, it's kind of an interesting way that that works. So we threw this track down and that song is, is called vultures. And, uh, Tom had an idea for a lyric. He put it down, he sang it. And it was just like, I mean, literally within 48 hours, we had a song, you know, written, recorded, mixed, ready to go. And I, I, and it went really well. And I, and I told Thomas, you know, I've got these two other songs, this song called Sleeping Giants and this other one called That Comes Down. And I love the music. They're, they're, and they're really, they're done. They're recorded, they're tracked, they're, they're ready to go. They just, they, they, sing, they need a lyric on it and a melody. And I, I'm, I'm at a loss. I can't come up with And so he he said give me a couple of weeks and and he he found some collaborations with the giants he called uh, Daryl McDaniels who was DMC from Mundy DMC which is really really
0: yeah it's just really interesting on how how you got you got DMC to be a part of this thing it's it's yeah. it's something yeah, it, out of it, left it, field
1: and, and it's funny because he he had mentioned he goes I'm going to I'm going to collaborate with with Daryl on something and and it hit me funny is actually I think I was watching the the playoff game um I forgot who it was. It was the Seahawks because I didn't want the Seahawks to go. That's how I remember it was that <laughs> game. And I called Tom and I said, and I told him, I said, man, the song you two should work on is Sleeping Giants. And he, and he said, man, I'm on it. And they did, and they came back with this just incredible um, back and forth collaborative lyric. And then we went in the studio and and um, or Tom, Tom went in to work on Hammer Comes Down and he, and he and he came, I guess he he was kind of struggling a little bit with it. And it was a work in progress. And he came back and he played it for me. I said, man, you know what? And I just played with, um, I just done a Metal Allegiance tour. Uh, so this was just, I don't know, three, four, three yeah. four yeah, months another th- ago. And another thing a, to a- add to the mix here, too. <laughs> Again, yeah. He, well, we just done West photos, Coast He did tour. that, too. <laughs> and well, and, here, and here's why you got to just, for musicians listening, this is why you just have to say yes to everything. is because, yeah. you know, we did a Metal Allegiance tour. <clears throat> Suddenly the idea came, hey, let's get some Phoenix, locals to come up and jam. And so we called Max Cavalera, We called sacred, Reich, We called the flotsam Jetson guys. Like let's wow. blow this up, do a real honorarium to the Phoenix metal scene where I live in Phoenix. And, um, <laughs> excuse me, and out of it, I mean, literally a month later, Tom's in the studio trying to get this lyric together for hammer comes down and he sends it to me and goes, dude, you know what it needs? It needs cause Tom's got a pretty gruff, you know, almost death metal voice, like really good, heavy, hard, yeah. you know, kind of hardcore voice. And I said, it, it needs something clean to offset it. And I went, you know what, let's, let's call AK. So we kept, I called AK from, um, I, hit, I hit him on a text. The dude, would you run over to the studio real quick tonight and, and, and throw a, a, a vocal down? And he did, he ran over there and, and bang. I mean, it just happened. And, you know, I think that's the, the fun of what we do in our neighborhood, man. It's, it's just, it's this just, um, it's, it's, we all just pitch in and we help out, you know? And, um, and that song was done, and and then once that happened, I was, you know, Tom, and I, I told Tom, I said, man, I've got these old demos that I had from F Five, and I said, even though we did a couple records, I said, there's, there's a spirit about these demos we did that is just really cool. They're something, they're heavy, they're, they're kind of raw, but we literally wrote a song in an afternoon and we'd record it that night. I mean, it was bang, bang, bang. We wrote like ten songs like that. And I said these are really good songs. There's something very spontaneous and inspired about them. So we put a bunch of those on the Sleeping Giants record. And then there's even some songs that I wrote back in 1993 when Megadeth had a break on the Countdown to Extinction tour. And and one of them I had John Bush sing on called yep, From Harmside. Yep. Yep. And then and then the other one was um, David Glenn Isley, who's best known probably for House of Lords. And, Jufria. and uh, Jufria. yeah, and Jufria. and and so we had him come over and sing on some stuff. And I mean, he is just an incredible singer. So both he and John, I mean, these are world class, yeah, absolutely you know, vocalists. And and even today, I in fact, I was just listening to the album a couple of days ago, and I was just going, man, this they, and these songs still stand up. And I, and that to me is, if I would have listened to him, went, yeah, it sounds like it twenty years ago. Yeah, let's let's not let those see the light of day. But they didn't. They they they. I listened to them, and I went, these are still really great songs and let's we'll remaster them. So they, you know, they sound sonically, you know, modern, you know, Um, but um and that's it. I mean, that's what I did. I basically, that then hence the name of the title. These are like some giant songs sleeping in the vault <laughs> and we just pulled them out. And and that became, you know, lo and behold, I have, a, I have a solo album out and it's a combination of some brand new stuff and some stuff from many years ago. And, and it's just really fun to let everybody hear a lot of you know the music that I've been working on over the last couple of decades.
0: Well, another thing that I really like being a Megadeth fan is the fact that you got Chris Poland on this too, from uh, I from know, way back I know. in
1: the day. He too. Just shredding, you know, Chris- <laughs> shredding <laughs> on guitar. We've been buddies, Chris and I have been buddies. I mean, we're we're friends. And you know, when Nick Menza passed um, at Chris's gig, uh, the yeah. home there in. in um, in uh, studio city at the baker Hotel. I called him and I didn't hear from him and I just figured, you know, he's probably needed some space. And we ended up meeting up a few months later at um after the NAM show. And um, you know, and we reconnected. And and you know it's interesting because we he had reached out, his side uh, his manager had reached out to us about um some record label stuff. And that kind of started the conversation going. And um so it was just a natural fit. It's like, hey, you want to throw a solo down and I'm, I'm sure fans would love to see See us working on something together again and, and um and, and then to have Mark Tremonti, you know, Mark Tremonti is a huge Megadeth fan. I mean, especially yep. the early stuff. He sells and so forth. so good so what. So but for Mark to play on a track with, with, with me and Chris Poland, um, and Mark and I are, are good friends, you know, we're we're like, Well we're you can't not be. He's such
0: a nice right? guy. You know, he's the coolest yeah. guy. <laughs> Just really he is. is that's gotta be a joy to record with.
1: It is, and he's got a great testimonial in the book about uh-huh. how he grew up in Michigan. And I won't tell the whole thing here, but you know how he grew up a fan, and you know studied and had bands, and and, was, and he's really a thrash metal guitar player. Yeah, and um, like like a lot of people, you know, he he formed Creed, and they became you know this this massive massive success. And but you can tell by March Music he's doing now. I mean, he's got real yeah. Alter, Bridge, real is metal soul, Alter you know. Bridge is rocking.
0: Alter yeah. Bridge is rocking, dude. He just, I've yeah. seen him live with that band a few times, and that holds up to just about anything that's out today. It's it just, does. It's no, really, just, really, and really they, good. And the Street guys
1: are great. I remember when they when they first did Alter Bridge, and they came through Scottsdale, and they uh-huh. hit me up to come down and, and jam with them. And I did, and I, I jumped. I think we played, like, Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. And I nice. remember right before we started it, Mark ripped into Holy Wars, kind of like, <laughs> like, hey, if you, you want to play this, I'm good. Let's do it. You know, yeah. so, those guys are super cool, man. The Alter Bridge guys are great.
0: Yep. Yep, yep. But this is awesome, man. I I I really I I can't um I don't know. I'm just I'm very impressed by by just not only the amount of product that you're putting out constantly, but again, able to tour, to do this, to do that, to do this, to do that and, you know, make a, make it all work. It's just, you know, as a musician that kind of does different things outside of music, you know, it, it's right. that's me. I I see you doing these things that so many people can learn from you know just when you when you see you know we all know that that one guy's like well you know nobody likes my music anymore i don't know what i'm going to do with myself well look look what you're right. doing you know that you can do this <laughs> yeah and- no
1: i appreciate it man and like i said i you know I, i've been writing and recording and demoing for all the years i mean and again most most of the, the big stuff obviously is the megadeth stuff but you know it's kind of i think we're at this point now in our lives i mean look we've Again, we got the Grammy. We got all the big wins and the big four. We did all these big monumental things. So it's all, I think kind of on that side, things have all come full circle and we're all kind of at peace with everything over there. And it's just a good time to go out and, 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 and do this stuff. I mean, look, I'm a guy who always wanted to be in a band. So I'm glad I'm in a band, you know, Megadeth, that we have that. Um, and But yet it's fun to, you know, when we've got these, we're off, off cycle off of an album and a tour cycle to be able to to put these things out and, and, um, and that, you know, again, you know, write these books, tell these stories and then dig into the vaults and pull this music out. Plus continue to write new stuff, you know, like me and Frank and Bello had been working on, you know, the altitudes and attitude stuff. And Metal allegiance is always a conversation about the next record. So there's always, I always like having, you know, some stuff out, And also having some stuff in the pipeline and and just always be always creating, you know, and and um, and just, you know, kind of keeping that that always moving forward is always really important to me.
0: Well, you'll be bringing it to the people here uh, very shortly. I know Saturday, August 3rd, you're going to be doing a signing at Book Soup in West Hollywood. Yeah. Along with all the regular writers that go up there, man. So that's going to be a big literary fair. Three o'clock in West Hollywood, uh, Saturday, August 13th. Or August 3rd, I'm sorry, at Book Soup in West Hollywood, right there on the Strip. Uh, Sunday, August 4th, I may have to come down to Alhambra, down to the Gorilla Mall, because I love the burgers down there. Yes. I think I'm going to bring my girl out for a little burger date and come and see you. And that's Sunday, August 4th at Gorilla Mall in Alhambra from uh, 12 to 2. Are they going to give you uh, your own burger down there, too, at the same time, you think?
1: Uh, you know, there is a talk of that. In fact, uh, it may it may be related to some coffee. I don't know, a coffee burger. You know, we've got CBD coffee now. Maybe we'll do coffee hamburgers.
0: You know, that's that. My friend's Italian back east, and he says that's when you know you really made it when they name a sandwich after you or something like that. You know, so you name yeah. a burger, then you know that you really made it in life. You know, so there you go. <laughs> so, gr- sleeping giant burger. There yeah, you go. sleeping nice. giant burger. Put, you, put so your name, it'll
1: just knock you out. You know? Exactly.
0: Now put your name in it somewhere so you. You can have the rights to it because some other burger joint will steal the recipe and claim it as their own, you know? So, <laughs> All right. So that's grill and all in Alhambra. That's from uh 12 to two on a uh, Sunday, August 4th. And then the same day, you're going to be driving down to San Diego and going to Warwick's yeah. in San Diego at yep. 5 PM and doing a signing as well. Yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be a busy little, uh, busy little jaunt over there. Yeah. But looking forward to it. It's uh good to get over to California. And I know this, this little tour here is, it's not so little you know it's really taken me all over the place and you know it's just great to be back out face to face with with the fans and and um you know i love it so i appreciate your support on this journey.
0: absolutely anytime dave you got it um now you got this fall you got the mega cruise and you got uh, plans with mega death um can you let us in a little bit on the progress with our good friend Dave Mustaine? um how's he doing yeah you know
1: he's he's moving along he's doing his treatments and um appreciate all the thoughts and prayers sure like you said, it's to be faced head on which he's doing um and uh which is great so that's uh um you know you know moving along which is which is good news on that front and um and then as far as uh um the the cruise goes you know we're we're just kind of figuring out um you know what and how that will be, and a lot of that's gonna be you know based on dave's um you know, health condition at that point, but, um, you know, we're, we're, we're keeping that moving forward. And again, we're optimistic that we'll have a nice little look. The cruise is going to be great regardless. You know, I I tell you the funny, not funny, the the awesome thing is that, you know, when that announcement went out about Dave's uh, throat cancer, I mean, right away, Chuck Billy and, all the guys started hitting me up going, Hey, if, if you need us to sing some Megadeth songs, we'll do it You know? Sure. So it's just the, the 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 outpouring of love and goodwill and cool factor from everybody was just awesome. I remember so, when Chuck so,
0: was, I remember when Chuck was going through his issues too and everybody banded together from behind him. So I would imagine he would have been yep. on the first in line. So.
1: Exactly. No, he, and he was—he was the first guy. Wham, right away. Yeah, we, we got your back. Whatever you guys need, we got you covered. So, so that's yeah, great. we'll let uh, we'll see how that all plays out. But yeah, it's it's good. And meanwhile, working on the new album, and and that's been coming along. And quite honestly, that's been it's been fun to be creating and working on that. You know, wow. through this through this transition here as well.
0: David, be proud of who you are, man. You really, really are a fine example for everybody in the community, man. It, it, I really, really. You've uh, you opened my eyes to so many different things too, and it's just it's a pleasure well, always to it, uh, you. not only to speak with you, but uh, just to see the body of work that you're involved in and what you're doing with it, man. It's really, really a, a yeah. tribute to uh, to who you are, my friend. So
1: great. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, man. Thank well, you.
0: What uh, I'm, I'm going to play a track, man. I really appreciate you calling in. I know you got to go and probably do plenty more yep. press today, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, we got a, got actually a, a, a signing here, and then we do our VIP dinners, which are fun to meet with the fans and break bread. And then uh, we got a we got a Sleeping Giants bass story rock concert tonight, so That's we're awesome. uh, we're we're rocking it. Busy day today. It's all good stuff.
0: Well, here's another thing, too. Uh, yeah, I'll try to catch you on the 4th, you know, on uh, Sunday the 4th down in Alhambra. That would be that, great. That
1: would be great. It'd be great to see you there. No, I would really appreciate that. That'd be great to see you. Well, i got to
0: go get my book. And if I'm going to get my book, I'm going to get it signed. So I'll be one of those guys in line, too, with uh, with my with my vest awesome. on, ready to rock, dude. So, all right, let's, uh, let's crank up Sleeping Giants. I really like this track. This is the one with, that's got DMC on it. Now, I got to meet Daryl. Uh, at their at the Rock of the Range festival a couple years ago, and that man, he knows his rock. He's one of the most righteous guys out there, and uh, it's he just, does,
1: man. He, he does, you know. And we, we had him jump up on stage with us in Long Island last week, uh-huh. and we were sitting down in the dressing room. We put it actually up on Facebook Live. We, man, sitting on the couch, just I could just play. we just playing our guitars, not even plugged in. We're just in, and we went over. It's tricky, which we then played on oh, stage yeah. that night, oh, as yeah. well as taping Giants. And I tell you, man, that guy, his his groove is so deep, man. I mean, that guy just swings, man. When you're in the room, it's just – yeah, I mean it's like, man, there there's a reason that guy had a record deal and is as is, is famous as he is. Man. But his, I mean that the quality his, of that guy is just amazing,
0: man. Yeah. Oh yeah, and his finger is still on the pulse about everything. We had a long talk about the state of music right now. And he's got his opinions mm-hmm. and they are so right on to what I'm thinking about is the way on, on so many different things about Popular music today, and he's got he's yep. got his ideas about that, and we went back and forth on that stuff. And I swear to God, it was it was like I was talking to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he's, he's
1: awesome, man. Yeah, I'm glad you're playing that track because he throws it down, you know, in a heavy metal setting. I mean, that's just how yep. versatile and how cool the guy is.
0: Well, I'm gonna go crank this up and let you go, and uh, just so just hang Rockin'. on the line, and I'll uh, give you a little goodbye. But yeah, this is brand new uh, from David Elvenson, and it's. Uh, called Sleeping Giants and it's the brand new uh, accompaniment uh, a company uh, CD with his brand new book yeah. of course uh, more life with death it's in stores now it's been released the record is uh, available anywhere that you get records you know go find it uh, it's called Sleeping Giants but uh, here we go this is Sleeping Giants from David Elson and guests crank this up it's junk man